Welcome to the WPC Sermon Podcast from Westminster Presbyterian Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. This week's sermon is from Head Pastor Owen Stepp, titled The Traveler's Song, and is part of our sermon series, Psalms for the Road. To find more information on our worship services and live stream, check out our website, westminstercharlotte.org. Now enjoy this week's message from Pastor Owen. Our scripture reading today comes from Psalm 121, which has actually been a very important psalm in my life. You know, whenever I'm going through a rough stretch, um, somehow the Holy Spirit often reminds me of the psalm through the song. I don't know if folks are uh, familiar with it, and I'll spare you me singing up here. But, um, but, you know, I always find renewed hope and comfort and strength knowing that the maker of heaven and earth is always there to help us. So listen to the word of the Lord. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. This is the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Amen. Psalm 121 is one of the most famous in all the Psalms, and it's often called the Traveler's Psalm. In fact, it finds itself situated in a group of Psalms called the Psalms of Ascent. They were sung together as groups of pilgrims were going toward the holy city of Jerusalem together for celebrations and feasts. And the words then start to make a little more sense, maybe, as we think about this particular Psalm. But the thrust of the psalm is one who needs help, one who understands that we are in need of help. And all of us have come through these points in our lives, I believe, at one time or another. One such time for me was New Year's Day, 1993. My roommate Pete and I were returning to Florida after watching the Wake Forest Demon Deacons pull off a thrilling triumph over the Oregon Ducks in the Poulan Weed Eater Independence Bowl in beautiful Shreveport, Louisiana. We were driving on a brand new stretch of Highway 49 toward Baton Rouge in Louisiana, and friends, there is nothing there when we realized we were going to run out of gas if we didn't find somewhere soon, but surely it's an interstate highway. How far could it possibly be to the next gas station? Turns out, it was farther than we had enough gas to get to. So as the little red Honda Civic coasted to the side of the road, we looked at each other, got out, and started walking to we knew not where. We hadn't gone too far when a purple Cadillac pulled over right in front of us, and they rolled down the back window and asked if we needed some help. Yes, we do. So they let us in the car, an older couple, and they introduced themselves. They were Mr. and Mrs. Swallow, S-O-I-L-E-A-U-X, as only it would be in Louisiana. 
We got off at the next exit, which was several miles ahead, and I kid you not, there were hunters coming out of the woods, and they stopped and asked these hunters where we could find gas. And they said there's a place called Ville Platte down the road where you could get gas. So we went a little farther to this place called Ville Platte, Louisiana. And Peter and I went in to get a gas can to take back to the car. And to the man behind the counter, we told these things, and he said back to us, blah, 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 blah. Somewhere between the water boy and something else, we had no idea what this man had just said. So we went out and got Mr. Swallow and said, could you please translate for us? All we need is some gas. So he came in and they exchanged pleasantries in a language that must be a speaking in tongue Holy Spirit experience. And we got our gas and we went back and they dropped us off at the car and we drove back on down the way. We were in trouble. We needed help. And those folks, the swallows, are people that we will never forget about who stopped to help us along the way of our journey. Do you know that you need help? Have we come to points in our lives that we understand ourselves as maybe we can't do it all? Maybe we can't make everything happen like we hope. Maybe we actually need help. This language is in Scripture for us here in Psalm 121. Sometimes we find ourselves crying out like David, where will my help come from? I lift up my eyes. This is one of those Psalms of ascent for the pilgrims as they came to Jerusalem. And you can envision them camped out as tradition has it on the last night of their journey looking up toward the city of Jerusalem and singing, singing of the ways that God had delivered them from the trials along the way. And if that is the one of the things that they sang last at that place, shouldn't it be something that we sing together as well? I imagine that as they sang together, they thought of the trials and the temptations that they had endured along the way of their journey. And they remembered the God who had brought them safely to this place where they now rested. It could have been the road up from Jericho that they were traveling. It's a dangerous place. It's the setting of the Good Samaritan story. Part of the reason the Good Samaritan story makes sense is everybody knew the Jericho road was not a place where you wanted to be. It was full of robbers and thieves. Water was scarce. There were animals that could kill you at any time. It was a dangerous place. And on the journeys of our lives as well, there are threats that abound to us. There are thieves who want to steal our joy and our peace and our song and our faith. Those things are so fragile today. There is precious little grace along the way for the times when we mess up. And sometimes we find ourselves even wondering if we should continue the journey at all. There are beasts of a disease that could take our lives and change our world forever. And scripture even tells us that our enemy, the devil, prowls like a lion, seeking for one whom he may devour. The world is full of dangerous places. 
What is the threat that you face today? That maybe the one you don't say out loud, but it's constantly on your mind. There is a fear within you. What is it that you just can't seem to shake on your own? Friends, if there is something with which you need help, and you know you need help, good news. Psalm 121 can be your prayer. The beginning of Psalm 121 is a person who knows that they need help that is beyond themselves. And isn't that, friends, what we have in Jesus, kind of? He paid a debt he did not owe. I owed a debt I could not pay. The help that we need is not something we can muster up or come up with on our own, but we need God to do what only God can do. Psalm 121 gives voice to those of us who find ourselves in a place that we can't fix. Where will my help come from? But the good news is not far behind the question in this psalm. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The help that we need and the help that ancient Israel needed has a name, and his name is the Lord Jehovah. Whether we, our need is that we're tired and thirsty and can't take another step, or that we have run from God and made a mess of our lives, or that we feel hopeless and pointless in 2021, our help is from the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth, the God who made all things and has called himself our Father in heaven. David here, as we saw last week, was preaching to himself a little bit. Remember last week we talked about not letting the voices of our circumstances dictate truth to us of our own situation, but to speak the word of God, to speak the word of the gospel over our circumstances, to remind us of the one who has us, who keeps us. When we need help, we can remember these words from Psalm 121. My help comes from the Lord the maker of heaven and earth. Do you know that today? That your helper is the very one who created and formed all things in creation, things and unseen. He is our help. And the psalmist uses the same Hebrew word five times in five verses to describe what God is like. The word shamar is translated to keep or to guard, and each phrase sets its own perspective, its own facet of what it means about God, that he keeps us. Hear what he says, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep you go your going out and your coming in from this time and forevermore. Make no mistake, as we read the scripture this morning, God is 24-7 keeping his children. He's not falling asleep. He's not getting distracted. He is standing watch. The psalm begins with us looking up, lifting up our eyes to the mountains, but it continues in the truth that it is not that we are looking for God, but that God is looking at us. 
He is watching over us every moment of our lives. Nothing escapes him. He doesn't nap. He doesn't get distracted. He stands his post all times. It's a powerful God, but also a personal God as well, who doesn't send someone else to watch over his beloved. Note well here, there is no image of a guardian angel. It is God who is looking after his children. The Father himself has taken the responsibility. The creator of heaven and earth is the one who watches our lives. The promise is further that he will guard us from all evil. Indeed, he will keep our life from this time on and forever. The language in the Hebrew uh, poetry here speaks to the totality of our lives, our going out and our coming in, keeping our life of every moment of our existence is covered and kept by our God. But if he uses that word five times in five verses, do you think there's a point? Repetition is everything to understanding the emphasis of God's word. Our help is from the one who is our keeper, and he has completely and totally cared for us. Do we trust that today, no matter our circumstances? The Hebrew word shamar is the same word from which we derive the word eyelid. Isn't that strange? But the Hebrew language, part of the beauty of it is the images that it conveys along with the words. And so when God opens the eyelid, he allows us to see what he is doing. And when he closes the eyelid as he keeps us, he protects us from the outside harm. What a God we have. What a father we have. The help that we need in life comes from this father in heaven. The teaching of Jesus and the life of David as well alike give testimony to the sovereign love of God. And that word sovereign is one that I want us to chew on for just a few minutes here. It means that God is able. God is able to do whatever it might be. God is able to do anything. God reigns and rules over all things. In short, God is God. That's what it means to, that he is sovereign. The Heidelberg Catechism puts it this way, and it captures this truth of life so well. When it asks, what do you believe when you say, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? And the answer to that catechism is this, that the eternal Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who out of nothing created heaven and earth and everything in them, who upholds and rules them by his eternal counsel and providence. He is my God and Father because of Christ his Son. I trust God so much that I do not doubt that he will provide whatever I need for body and soul and will turn to my good whatever adversity he sends upon me in this sad world. God is able to do this because he is almighty God and he is willing to do this because he is a faithful father. For us to get the help that we need, two things have to be true about God. God has to be willing, and God has to be able to do those things. 
The fact that God is our keeper, as described here in Psalm 121, says that he is willing to protect us. And the fact that he is our father says he is able to protect us from the sun and the moon and the evil that infests our world. That is the statement of faith in Psalm 121, that God is able and willing to be our helper. Nothing is going to sneak by God. Nothing can overpower the one who made the heavens and the earth and everything in them. Nothing. He will keep your life. That is the promise. The promise that we can speak for ourselves and over the lives of our loved ones and our children as well. God will keep your life. It's not a promise that hard times and trials won't come. It's not a promise that we will escape this world unscathed or that we would live forever. Certainly David knew his share of hard times. Times of suffering will come to us in this life. Sometimes they're suffering that are beyond our control by disease or circumstance that is around us in society. And sometimes suffering comes from the things that we do and the things that we say. But none of it is beyond the protection and redemption of the almighty creator of the heavens and the earth. None of it is beyond the mercy of our Father who is in heaven. I think of those pilgrims as they readied themselves to walk that final mile up to Jerusalem, looking back and singing this psalm to one another and remembering the, where, the places where God had delivered them along the way. And I think of another place in Scripture in 1 Samuel when the prophet had led the Israelites to a victory in battle over the Philistines who were much more powerful than they were. At that place in 1 Samuel, we read, then Samuel took a stone and he set it up between Mizpah and Jeshana and named it Ebenezer. For he said, thus far the Lord has helped us. Ebenezer means the Lord is my helper. Where is it that you can look back on the course of your life and say, this is the place that the Lord helped me? I believe that it is a beautiful spiritual exercise to remember those places, to build those rocks one on top of the other, to build an Ebenezer, a testimony of the places where God has helped us along the way, where we might not have made it if we hadn't had our helper, the one who keeps us, the one who watches over us. Maybe you've tried to fix things and make them right, but you've kind of come to the end of your power and your wits, and you say, God, I need help. If that's you today, and you are here and saying, I'm, I'm just tired and I need help, I want to invite you at the close of worship today to go into the chapel on the other side of the narthex and meet with our prayer team and let them pray with you. We all need help in different seasons of our lives. We're much more acutely aware of that than we are at others. Today, you could raise your Ebenezer to say, God is my helper. And I believe that as we walk through the course of our lives, 
these stones start to add up and stack up. To that time when we come to the end of our journey, when we're going to meet the Lord, those stones that mark the faithfulness of God will have built a beautiful image, a testimony to the faithfulness of the one who watches over us, who keeps us, our going out and our coming in, this day and forevermore. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, we lift up our eyes today. We need your help. We need you, God, to do the things that only you can do. To repair our bodies, our souls, our spirits, our relationships. To draw our loved ones to yourself. We can't argue people into you, Lord, but you can bring them by your spirit. And so we ask that you would be our help. That you would teach us to live as those who know that our help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. To know that our help comes from the one who is our eternal heavenly father, faithful to his children. And so God, I pray especially for those who feel the weight of helplessness today, would you be near to them Lift them up and show them who you are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this week's message from Pastor Owen. If you'd like to find out more about our church or view a video of the full service, visit our website, westminstercharlotte.org. We look forward to seeing you soon.